as a physician, but we wanted to ask you about your involvement on some corporate boards, including Costco's. Last year, a marketing study called the warehouse retailer the number one gay-friendly brand in America, partly because of its domestic partner benefits. Why would you serve on a company whose policies seem to run counter to your views on homosexuality? Well, obviously, you don't understand my views on homosexuality. Uh, I believe that our Constitution protects everybody, regardless of their sexual orientation or any other aspect. I also believe that marriage is between one man and one woman. And that there is no reason that you can't uh, be perfectly fair to the gay community. They shouldn't automatically assume that because you believe that marriage is between one man and one woman, that you are a homophobe. And this is one of the myths that the left perpetrates on our society. And this is how they frighten people and get people to shut up. You know, that's what the PC culture is all about, and it's destroying this nation. And the fact. Well, I don't mean to piss you off with things I might say. So when I try to shut my mouth, they come out anyway. So when I speak my mind, that's when we connect. Yeah, but that's not politically correct. Like a sky so filled with stars You can't find a constellation Everyone's so sensitive To any bad vibration You're so impressing While we're regressing I don't mean to piss you off Things I might say When I try to shut my mouth They come out anyway So why does everybody think my words can make a difference? I just don't have time to think of every social consequence. I just keep on talking and you keep applauding. And I don't mean to piss you off, things I might say. Another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. What's going on, everybody? Ah, oh, man. Another day, another dollar. Another chance to offend more people. Yay. Ah, oh, I never turned this bullshit off. That was the was one of the was one of the worst songs that I've heard in a very long time. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, and I hope some of you aren't doing well. This is just a, that's just the energy that I'm on today. Um, cause fuck it, you know, you understand what I mean? Uh, so I'm trying something new. Uh, 
for those of you watching on Spotify who see like who see like if you see my face you can see that I look I look terrible uh I look I look like I got rescued from a mine so um I apologize I'm trying a new new camera new lighting uh, but for those of you who who are just uh listening to me on on Amazon or on on Apple Pod I look I look I look every bit of 40 that I am so like these bags under these eyes it's terrible I I need makeup I need hair and makeup now because this is now an audio visual experience for those of you in the audience uh like I said I hope everybody's doing well um so lately Lately, I've been hearing that uh, that I can be a tad uh, offensive sometimes. Uh, I don't. I don't mean to be. It's just I'm from an era where everybody wasn't such a bitch ass pussy about everything all the time, ever, 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 forever and ever. Um, it's getting to the point where you have no idea what you can say or do uh, in the public eye anymore or even in private. Even in private life, you don't know what to say or or how to express yourself or what jokes you can say or, or make in front of people because you never know who's going to be offended. Uh, you can't make fun of people in wheelchairs because that's ableism oh my god that person's making fun of the the handicapped or the handy capable as they say these days i'm like yeah because back in the day we used to have a we used to have a sense of humor ab about things uh more often than uh what we do now uh like perfect example i was i was on i was on uh social media as i sometimes do so i'm on i'm on social media i'm on instagram and i see this little kid cute kid very adorable kid very chicken littleish uh that you know he you know little little fair skinned boy uh with glasses who is starting a pet a petition on <coughs> excuse me on banning the nerd emoji from from phones from from the iPhone from Android whatever uh because it's offensive to nerds now I immediately ran to the I I like I almost sprained an ankle running to the fucking comment section. And what I found was glorious. They called this kid everything but a child of God. They called him they said shut up nerd as they should have. As they should have. As they absolutely should have. So like I hey son I wish you the best of luck, but you're not going to win this one because you have to understand 
that bullying and like making fun of people who are who look different than you. Uh, I, I hold on. I'm sorry. Apparently, I'm in the middle of a gunfight. Do you hear that? Do you hear that shit? Anyway, fuck it. Uh, just a couple of more months, Joe. Just a couple of more fucking months. Anyway, bullying is is amazing because it makes you, it helps you poke fun at somebody or something that's different from you, and that's not gonna stop with a fucking petition. What it's gonna do is gonna make people, it's gonna make people make fun of you even more and more relentlessly. And they're going to drag your grandmother into it for no apparent reason. She did nothing to anybody. But yeah, it's just you you can't change the world one petition at a time. Uh, or by excluding yourself. Because what you're doing is you're excluding yourself from the right to be bullied. Uh, another one that I saw was like some kid, uh, a vegan. Uh, he was like, the meat emoji is so offensive to us, people who are vegans, and it's, it's, it should be taking off, I'm, just paint the picture in your head of what kind of person I'm talking about making these statements, like, like he was very offended by the meat emoji, uh, because it's offensive to, to vegans and, and vegetarians, out there in the world now as a person formerly of the vegan community and a current member of the vegetarian community i say sir or ma'am or they them eat a bag of dicks like just eat just eat them gobble them gobble it all up sir ma'am that it whatever because you stop being so exclusionary in your in your fight to be included and shit like, does that make any sense does that make uh, sense to anybody uh jury no doesn't make sense got it uh it's just weird man like it's weird that there's certain things, certain segments of the of society that uh, they get offended, or they 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 want to be uh, included in everything, but without being offended, and 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 that's a that's a very very foreign idea to me because of how I grew up I, in the neighborhoods that I grew up in, in order to be part of the friend group, they had to like relentlessly make fun of you. They had to roast you. You play, you had to play the dozens. Yo, 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 Joe, you mad, you mad, you mad short nigga. Damn, what the fuck? Oh, yo, fucking this dude's mad fat. Yo, his head's so big. Da, 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 da. Like that's how we, that's how we included you into the family. That's how we, we, like we you we knew that you weren't a part of the friend group if if you made a joke about somebody and then they're like yo who the fuck are you to make fun of me you're not even part of dog you're new here but you knew you were you were you were inside the group you were included 
when you were allowed to make fun of somebody or you were able to take a joke like it like you know i i feel i feel everybody's too sensitive these days and you have to be very mindful of the words that you use around certain people um so there's a few phrases that i learned throughout the years where i I didn't I didn't know existed and I had to uh really learn them because I have children who were like my daughter's in high school, my son is in middle school and it's just a new age. So I am I come from a school where well maybe maybe I do say some things that are offensive or off color or or as my daughter would call it out of pocket. So maybe I have to learn these terms. Maybe I have to learn these words. One of them being trigger warning. I had to learn the word trigger warning. And hold on, I I I have I, I resort to my lovely tablet. Uh, what is it? All right. Uh oh, you know what's funny is that in learning trigger warning, I had to learn content warning I don't know that shit fucking put salt on on that and gobble it up uh, all right so the the question was should I use trigger warning or content warning now CW is shorthand for content warning similarly TW is shorthand for trigger warning. Both are increasing in uh, use in emails, articles, and social media posts as a way to indicate that what follows may be disturbing to some readers or viewers or listeners or whatever. Now that I started thinking about it, trigger warning is now a trigger warning for the people who get trigger warned. And in, in, in other words, it's, hey, be mindful of what you're you're watching or what you're reading or what you're listening to because it may trigger some trauma in you. And you go, well, back in the day, it used to be the parental advisory sticker. The parental advisory sticker was, hey... There's going to be some ill shit spoken on this record. Uh you you you're going to you are going to you're going to wish you didn't. You're going to wish you didn't. So it like what what happened to All right, hey, I know that I'm going into this uh expecting uh some wild shit to be to be to be said or to be shown, you know, the rated R the PG thirteen or whatever, like all these ratings, all these all these ratings that are, have been used throughout the throughout the past, and they still continue to till today, where you go, all right, I know what I'm getting myself into, I know what to expect, I know what kind of language, I know what kind of content I'm going to experience uh, watching this, so maybe I'll avoid it. Maybe that's what the trigger warning is now, but like I don't know. Like, people are too triggered these days. 
And that's the thing. Like, another thing, like, uh, the little boy who was, you know, he saw the nerd emoji. And I guess some kids at his fucking school were like, ha, 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 you look like a fucking nerd and shit. And then they're like, oh, well, maybe I'm going to write a petition on people making fun of me. Or uh, maybe the, the vegan kid was like, oh, you know what? I, I saw a, a steak and it, and it offended me. I think... I feel people need to be offended more often. You need you need your 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 skin thickened every so often because this world isn't going to sugarcoat a motherfucking thing. I promise you that. And I like I may be wrong and I correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not as well traveled as most people. Um but I feel that this is in an American-only uh, concept where everything triggers you. Everything, everything is offensive, but, you know, I don't want to be treated any differently, but treat me differently because I'm offended by what you're, by what you're saying. It's like... And by no means, like, I know I play Ben Carson and that fucking bullshit some 41 fucking song that I played in the beginning of the show. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just a, 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 a guy trying his best uh, with these bags under my eyes and I need a touch up. Uh, but I, I do feel that. The world has gotten, or at least this country, has gotten a lot more sensitive than what it used to be. And I don't know if it's for the better. I don't know if if you, you call it wokeness or whatever. And, I, and people even use that stupid shit wrong or whatever. It is just, I don't know as we continue on uh so yeah i i get it i had a i had a just researching this shit i had to ask a bunch of questions what is being offended what is it to be offended uh feeling or expressing hurt in indignation or irritation because of a perceived wrong or insult the man replied in an offended voice, "My, <laughs> I just, <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking sorry. This is the first time I'm reading this shit out loud, and it's wild, bro." Uh, the man replied in an offended voice, "My niece would never do anything like that." <laughs> Oh shit! It makes me it makes me wonder what that conversation was about. Like my my niece would never. How dare you, sir? Mm, that's funny as shit. But like again, the word that we need to focus on is perceived. Something that is perceived wrong, or a perceived wrong or insult. Now. Your perception of things are completely different from what the reality of the situation is. 
Now we're taking context out of fucking uh, out of out of conversations. We're we're taking uh, uh, blurbs from jokes uh, set on stage by Dave Chappelle or or uh, uh, Matt Rife, and you're going, well, how dare he say this? How dare they say this? And you go, well, did they say it or do you think they said it like that? Do do you? Do you hear it within the context of the joke? Did you hear it or did somebody say it to you? Do you feel like it was a, it was a direct insult or a direct wrong towards you or towards a certain community or is it is, is it exactly how you said it is? Now you're not going to know because every everything's subjective in this world. You know, what a person finds beautiful another person finds ugly. Uh, what a, a what a person finds uh, funny, another person finds not funny or traumatic or whatever. It, it's one of these things that you have to you have to really uh, pay attention to about yourself or how you're reacting to things. Maybe it's you. When you go to therapy, the person goes, the the therapist will tell you, don't say that person did this to me. Because what you're doing is you're, you're making everything personal. What you need to do is you make everything internal. You need to internalize your feelings or your, you have to, you have to take responsibility of your own fucking feelings. If a person goes, well, I feel that that person did did me wrong or said something that insulted me now now you can have a conversation now you can have an open dialogue with whoever you're speaking about and go okay i felt that that joke that you made was in poor taste and whatever and that person attempting the joke or attempting to say something can go well look what well, this is what i truly meant now you have open dialogue now you can have a a, a a peaceful discord with this person and you might see eye to eye on something or you you could just completely disagree and continue to disagree and that's fine as well but the thing is you can't go around saying that offends me you need to stop it that's ugly don't do that she's beautiful blah blah because blah, that's just not how fucking that's not how life works that's not how the world works people have the right to their opinion people have a right to a free speech now i get on this microphone every week and i make jokes and i whatever and i know and i know it because i've been told not just by strangers i've been told by people who love me and people who care about me and said uh, Joe, you went a little too hard last week, or this week's show. Ah, oh, man, like I don't agree with you. I, you know, that's what you what you said was messed up. I've had people stop talking to me because they're like, "Yo, you joke around too much," and I felt like you were attacking me. I'm like, I can't, I can't feel for you, meaning I can't, I can't emote for you. You, what you feel is something that I said offensive, 
I am I apologize that you feel like that, but I'm not going to apologize for what I said or how I said things because I can't get mad on how you feel. I can find how you feel offensive to me because what I'm trying to do is entertain 78 people at a time and you know it's like hey if 77 of those people laugh and there was this one person that didn't that didn't like it believe me next week you won't be offended but another person in that fucking baker's dozen of people listening to my show will will they might get offended as well i can't control how a person feels i can control how i relay my message and you, I'm, I'm sure that many of you listen to me knowing, not thinking, knowing that I'm going to say it as brutally honest as I can. I'm going to joke around about inappropriate shit as, as much as I can, as long as I can. Because just, just and it's, n- it's never done in a malicious way. I, I'm not malicious with my content. I'm not malicious with my opinion or whatever. I... And I do, and I do, uh, censor myself. I recently did it. I recently did it. I recently recorded an episode, and there was a a segment of my show where I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I should say this. I don't think I should publish this. It exists. Nobody will ever hear it. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not going to hear it because it's something that I chose to censor myself because of how it would make people feel. So now that's me taking responsibility of something that I said, an opinion that I had, and I chose not to to share it because of how I know people would react to it. Now, that's not me taking the easy way out. That's not that's not me copping a plea or whatever. That's me being responsible. So if I'm responsible with what I say, what I say at all times, I know full well what I'm talking about. I know full well how I say it. I know full well how it comes across. You have to take responsibility of how you receive the information that the world is giving you. You know, you can't go, well, Lizzo was a beautiful woman. And then when a nigga goes, damn, girl, you beautiful as hell. You look like Lizzo. You can't go, what the fuck do you mean by that? Now, you can't get, you can't get offended by something that you deem as beautiful because it doesn't work like like. You know, are are you? Is everybody getting it? Jury, are y'all getting it? There's nobody over there. Hey, y'all get it? Cool. I don't know, man. There's uh, there's certain topics. There's certain topics that are taboo, uh, and I and I do talk about a lot of them. I do talk about a lot of them. I do um, joke about a, 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 a good amount of stuff. I don't put bullets on names just yet because, you know, it's just, again, it's, it's only a handful of, it's, it's, it's like, like, there's not enough to fill up a party bus that, of the people that listen to me, but 
you know, we'll be crammed in a, in a, in a small room. So I know that the people that listen to me will go, well, I don't know, Joe, that, that was a little, that was a little too wild from, from my liking. Like there's, there's a lot of things, man. There's, there's a lot of things that people are triggered by and, 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 and justly so some, not so much. And here's the fucking list. The list is rape. Or the R word. You can't even say rape anymore. The R word. Because people are triggered by the word rape. Uh, abuse. You can't use abuse anymore. Uh, death. And I've seen this a lot. Uh, like Now, like uh, words like death and dead or suicide uh, are, 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 are captured on by like AI bots on, on, uh, social media. So they'll, they'll use like the, the workaround unalive. He was unalive. Like, what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does unalive mean? He's dead. He committed, he unalived himself. That's stupid. He killed himself. He committed suicide. It's in the dictionary. We should use the dictionary term anyway. Uh, eating disorders. P you can't say eating disorder. You 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 can't. You can't say eating disorder. Because that bitch was so fat, she was eating this order and that order. Bam. Jokes just like that. They come easy. Just like. Your mom, uh, ableism. Now, <clears throat> I get it. I get it that if you're you're not capable of climbing upstairs or walking at all or whatever, people make fun of you. But you do get the parking in front of uh, in front of uh, the mall, so. That's a fair trade. Fucks. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm over there fucking struggling during Christmas season and shit. I'm like, motherfucker, I gotta get this fucking Harry Potter thing. And I'm already fucking parked like fucking four rows back and shit. And I'm like, oh, man, I need an affliction. <laughs> I, need a, <laughs> I need a heart condition so I can get a fucking handicap sticker. Anyway, uh, animal death. You can't talk about animal death. You can't talk about animal death. There's a whole fucking movie about it, but you sure as fuck can't talk about it. Whatever. Uh, homophobia or transphobia? I get it. The alphabet people are out to get you. But at the same time, it's like... Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's funny. Like, sometimes it's funny. Uh... Racism, you can't make fun of racism. You can't talk about racism. Now we're, we're now we're now we're just not being honest about what society is. Um, violence, abortion, you can't people get triggered by alcohol talking about alcohol. Now, if you get triggered by hearing alcohol, you're not you're no fun at a party. And your designated drive. Blood. People get triggered by blood. Talking about blood. 
And those people are called Crips. Uh, incest. Got it. Body shaming. Now, here we go. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on these uh, couple of topics. Body shaming. Now, I am not the most uh, physically fit specimen that you've ever seen. I used to be. I am no longer. Uh, I am not the tallest human being that you've ever seen. I'm not the shortest either. There's definitely shorter people than me. Not much. And not many that I've met outside of the Wonka factory. But I am not that tall, for lack of a better term. Now, I have lived my entire life at this stature. Maybe a little bit shorter, but I was in third grade. The The older I got, I grew a little bit. That's why I wore Tim's in high school, so I can get those extra two inches. Just like your mom getting these extra two inches, you heard me? Uh, but I think a person who is really offended about how a person uh, comments on their body or like, for example, like the, the, the statement that I just said, where uh, people go, well, you're fat shaming Lizzo. And you go, is a fat shaming or am I just pointing out the fact that she has uh, that she has obesity? Maybe she's fat as fuck. Maybe by the medical definition of obesity, she crossed that road when she was in kindergarten. Like, but then you go, well, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful body positivity, Joseph. Stop body shaming somebody. And I go, would you aspire to be Lizzo's size now I remember years ago when Jennifer Hudson uh, came out and, uh, there was like a, a slew of big bitches singing like I don't know if you remember like in the mid 2000s the early 2000s the mid 2000s early 2000s I should say uh, the aughts I think that's what they call them there was like there was Kelly Price there was Jill Scott, there was Angie Stone, and there was Jennifer Hudson. Just a, a lot of big bitches singing. Sanging, too. Ooh, they were fucking singing. And then everybody's like, well, they're breaking the stereotype of what a, 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 a pop star can be. And you go, you're right. These women are very talented. Some of them excellent songwriters. And... Jill Scott is one of the most beautiful women that I've ever seen. Like she, she's very beautiful. She's big. Nobody can deny that she was big and still continues to be big. Uh so everybody's like, "Well, you need to respect them as the big beautiful women that they are, the BBWs or the BMWs, whatever the fuck they're called." And you are like, "You know what?" I respect it. Now, they go, 
If she's comfortable with her body, who are you to say anything otherwise? And I go, you know what? You're fucking right. You're absolutely right. Who the fuck am I to criticize a woman's body? If she's happy being big, then by all means, Diabetia, take take it all with all the splendor, right? And then you started so you started noticing that these BBWs were getting gastric bypass surgeries. Now, if you were comfortable in your body, would you would you undertake life altering surgeries to no longer be that size if you were comfortable in your body so they're like well joe you're body shaming i am not body shaming i am pointing out the obvious she's big she doesn't want to be big anymore nobody that's big wants to be big i'm telling you i am fucking telling you gyms exist herbal life exists gastric bypass surgeries exist tummy tucks lipo all these fucking things exist because these big motherfuckers don't want to be big anymore. They want to they want to buy European cut dresses and shit and suits. Fucking I just I once heard a fuck I, I heard a, a a a story about Fat Joe where he can't buy things out of the store. He can't buy Balenciaga out of the store. What he does is that he buys two of them, takes it to a tailor. And then they fucking take those two and make one because he's fucking big. That's not body shaming. It's not body shaming if you're like pointing out what the fuck the obvious is. You're fucking big. You don't want to be big no more. That was the le- the lesser known big pun song. Anyway, harassment. I get it. I get it. Uh, assault, of course. Nobody wants to be reminded of, of one of the worst days of their life. And bullying. Again, I think we need bullying. I think bullying needs to come back. Uh, I think that uh, it, it shows your resolve uh, to overcome bullying. And without bullying, I'm telling you, look at me, look at me. Bullying, uh, and, and you know what? If you're not, you know what? Let me allow me to 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 pause for a minute and say, if you're not subscribed to me on Spotify, you're missing this handsome face with these bags under my eyes on Spotify, video exclusive. So I I I want everybody to subscribe to me, follow me on 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 uh, on Spotify, so you can watch uh, this this. This baby smooth skin and this patchy beard on fucking Spotify. Anyway, now, uh, bullying helps your resolve. It helps you take out. It helps you take yourself out of the the victim mindset that this world has become. This generation has become a fucking generation of the most wussified sissies that I've ever seen in my life. And and, 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 and and you know what? We need bullying and we need the people to be bullied. But why, Joe? 
Why do we need people to get bullied? This is why. Because I am on a, on, on a platform invented by somebody who was bullied. Spotify. I'm, 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 I'm on a, a, a Chromebook laptop that two niggas got bullied relentlessly. They're like, you know what? Fuck that. We're going to become billionaires and all these girls are going to suck our dicks, but not yet. We got to invent something really dope. Uh, we wouldn't have the iPhone. We wouldn't have Tesla. We wouldn't have uh, Amazon two-day shipping, free shipping. If we if motherfuckers didn't get bullied, man, you think you think if Bill Gates got his dick sucked consistently uh, in high school and niggas was just high fiving his motherfucking in hallways and shit, he would have invented Windows. No, no, Mark Zuckerberg would have never, never created Facebook if half the girls that he was raiding in Harvard was like, "Hey, Mark, wanna see wanna suck on these titties." And he was like, you know what, man? Fuck the internet. I'm saying, man, like these, these, like sometimes we need bullying to further the advancement of humankind. So pr please bring back bullying because I need flying cars by the time I, before I die, I want to see a flying car. And that, I hope, I hope that that child is getting bullied right now. Right now in school. Wedgies and squirrelies and shit. Fucking getting noogied by the fucking security guard or whatever and he's like you know what fuck that i'm gonna invent the flying car so i can get the fuck away from everybody <laughs> i'm just saying we just we just need it we, we we can't be victims in everything that we do we can't be victims in every turn that we we go and the, the workplace is a fucking like the corporate world or even just just work life you're not going to run into people that are, that are going to, that, that will, con uh, I don't know how to talk today, that are taking your feelings into consideration. These people can give a fuck how you feel. If you feel, perfect example, you go to McDonald's today, go to McDonald's as a, cons as a consumer, you go to the fucking register and you go, yo, let me get a, a, a double quarter pounder with cheese. Uh, let me have uh, Dr. Pepper, no ice and shit. And they go, well, I feel, I don't, I, you know, is it okay if I just gave you uh, a, a Coke because I was touched by a man named Dr. Pepper, uh, and he, <laughs> he came on my face forty-one different times. And you go, yo, fam, I, I just want my meal. I don't care how you feel right now. I really don't care. I, I'm not here for your feelings. The world is not here for your feelings. They don't give a shit how you feel. Now, your boss doesn't care how you feel. The police don't care how you feel. The government doesn't care how you feel. My man, look at me. Gentlemen, look at me. Your girl doesn't give a fuck how you feel she doesn't if she says she does she's lying to you and she just she's just saying that because she knows one day you're gonna snap nobody cares how you feel bro so why get offended by everything why are you offended 
Stop being a victim. You can't be a victim. Ladies, you can't be a victim all the goddamn time. And some of the ways to counter your feelings about being offended are as follows. Understanding your feelings. You have to understand where a lot of this shit stems from. If you're not in therapy, cool. Therapy is not for everybody, but you do have to understand where your feelings towards a certain subject or towards a certain whatever come from. You have to understand that. Oh my God. Uh, like for example, I don't like clowns. Why? Because they're fucking weird. And I go, oh shit. I thought it was just like me just not liking clowns. I go, you know what? It was because I, when I was like seven or 10, I watched the movie it and like, oh shit. Fucking Tim Curry did an amazing job of scaring the shit out of me dressed as a clown. So you have to understand, you have to understand where your, where your traumas come from and you have to work on them. You have to understand that it's not only just knowing that something is triggering you, it's working on not being triggered by that thing anymore. Uh, number two, understanding why someone is being offensive. Now, if I'm being offensive, if I'm being offensive, understand that it again is not with malintent. I'm attempting a joke. I'm I'm attempting to be humorous. Now, is it at the expense of something or someone or a group of people? More than likely, yes. But I'm not doing it in in a like you know in a hate filled way that I I wish. Uh, ill towards that person. I wish violence against a, a group of people. I'm just trying to include them into the fucking joke. I'm being offensive or I say offensive things because sometimes that's just funny. It's funny as hell. You know, and that's my way of including everybody. Of anybody. If, if I make fun of you, it's because there's a level of respect there. And I only... Make fun of things that I, I I truly do care about. I remember years ago, everybody was like, well, Joe, you make Down Syndrome jokes. And I go, yeah, because they're no different from anybody else. I had an uncle who had Down Syndrome. Loved them, loved them, loved them with all my heart. Taught me how to play with the yo-yo. Pause. Uh, he played the guitar beautifully. But... You know, if if it all came down to it, hey, he's he's just my uncle. I'll call it that as goofy too. It's just it's just a level of respect. It's a level it's a level of understanding of something that makes it funny. And I and I and I and I want to learn more about things so I can make fun of it even more. Uh, recognizing constructive criticism. Now, a lot of people are triggered, especially in a workplace where you're being criticized or you're being uh, reprimanded or scolded by your boss or coworker or, or superior. And you're like, well, you're attacking me. You're attacking my character and blah, blah. Like, no, bro, I am giving you constructive criticism. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you do something better. Or be better at, 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 or in life. Very recently, you saw 
fucking uh, Drake, uh, uh, take everything that everybody said personally. Like, bro, you're 36, you're 36 years old and you're making music for 20, for people in their early 20s. You know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta hang it up or you, you have to mature with your music. He took that very, very personally and he lashed out. He's not taking constructive criticism very well. What he does is diss everybody that had nothing to do with it. Uh, learning how to meditate. Learning to meditate will actually help you not uh, be offended in, in, a, in a way that you, you won't expect. It's, it's not the fact that you, you, you're I'm more at peace. I am the Dalai Lama's hot dog. I am one with everything. Uh, I think I made that joke last week, and I stand on it. I stand on it. Pause. Uh, no, what it does is help you. It helps you find your internal dialogue. It helps you hear your inner voice. And sometimes people forget how they sound to themselves because they're not listening anymore. What they're doing is talking and they're they're saying words and 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 everything is a fucking exclamation and you don't know how to listen you don't know how to absorb information even your own people don't know how to internalize shit again the first thing they teach you in therapy is to internalize how do you feel what do you think what do you believe? And you go, well, that motherfucker's an asshole. Like, no. I feel like the person is an asshole because now you're taking accountability. And that's the fucking word of the day, kids. Accountability. Accountability pushes all this being offensive bullshit to the side. What it does, it's if you want to be the center of attention, if you want to be the center of the fucking universe, then you got to take everything that comes with it and break it down to as fucking smallest molecule, which is how you are part of all of it. How a person offended you, a person offended me, person offended that person, those group of people. Now, we have to go all right why are those group why is that group of people offended why is that person over there offended why am i offended why are you offended it all breaks down to how we as a whole perceive information are we getting this jury you good got it I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I, I may... Oh, oh, I forgot one. Expanding your cultural horizons. This is very fucking... This is very, very important. Very, very important. You can't be offended by something if all you know is the, your, your, your small, little, tight-knit community. If all you know is your neighborhood or the city or the country or the culture you grew up in, then you have no right 
to say that something offends you because, again, what we do in this country means something completely different over there. And, and I'm pointing there, uh, meaning other parts of the fucking world. You know, it, it's, it's just... You have to broaden your fucking horizons. You have to broaden your your experiences, your, your interactions with people from different cultures because they do things different. They say things different. They eat things different. And they go, oh my God, fucking people in fucking Korea, they eat dogs and shit. And I, yeah, but, you know, they'll go, oh my God, those people eat goat. Like, it's, it's just different, different I was going to say different strokes for different folks, but then I was going to put a bullet in my fucking brain. Uh, no, but like just different people have different life experiences and we can't criticize a person for something that we feel is offensive because it's not offensive to them. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, fucking COVID was created by some guy in, in Wu-Tang Clan China. I, Wuhan, I know. I'm being funny. See? Being funny. And Wuhan and he fucking bit a he ate a bat. Oh, that's disgusting. Okay, cool. But sometimes people who live in the jungle, people who live in a rural rural uh countryside or whatever, rural parts of a country, they eat weird shit according to us. There's fucking hillbillies in the fucking in the mountains of Appalachia. That fucking eat possum. Uh, there's other people who eat other motherfuckers. I find people who eat liver weird. So how can you say that, oh, that's weird or that's weird if what you consider normal, maybe that's weird to somebody else. So maybe you need to interact with different, uh, from, with different cultures and upbringings so that way you have a better understanding of... Of, of the world of this this socioeconomic landscape that we call Terra. Anyway, ah uh, man. I'm I'm you know what uh, I would like to tell everybody that I'm having a lot of fun recording uh uh this podcast again. I'm glad I'm back. Uh but again like if if I have offended you in any shape or form, I want to thoroughly, thoroughly, and from the bottom of my heart, sincerely, I want you to know that you can suck my dick from the black nigga. I said, bitch. And this has been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.